Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here, Your Virtual Upline. Welcome back to the show. Today, we've got another episode of Ask Bob, where I will be answering your questions that you submitted to me. Here are the questions that we'll be answering in today's episode, number one, how do I keep my team focused on hitting their goals every single month? They tend to lose their momentum and drive towards the end of the month and give up. Now, at the time of me recording this, it is November 1st. It is the beginning of the month. And I'm sure that this is something that all of you find yourself struggling with, having your team quit on their goals and lose that belief and don't need to say the negative impact that that has on your business. So I've got some valuable advice on that topic. The second question we'll be answering in today's episode is how do you get past the feeling of being so impatient all the time about making progress in your business? So if you're somebody that just struggles with the process of reaching your big goals and constantly feeling like it's not happening fast enough, I've got some really important advice for you today. And the third question that we will be answering is, how do I keep my confidence from going up and down? The roller coaster ride of your confidence. One day I feel so motivated and the next I'm stuck with fear. I've got some really strong opinions on how to help you in that area. But those will be the three questions we'll be tackling in today's episode. So if you struggle with any of those things, make sure you stick around. All right, so let's go ahead and let's start off. I want to actually share our student of the week with you today. We do this each week on the show. So our student of the week is actually a brand new student of ours from our Legacy Leadership Academy. Her name is Kelly Frey. Kelly shared in our group, I've been blown away by how this program is changing my mindset. It's exactly what I needed. I still have a long way to go, but this was the missing link. In the last week and a half, I added seven customers and I almost doubled my volume from last month and the month isn't over. I feel like I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. Kelly, amazing job, brand new student, taking action, getting results. I love to hear that, so awesome. So next up, I wanna share our review of the week. So thank you to all of you that have taken the time to leave a rating and review. If you're listening to the show and you left a review on iTunes, amazing. If you're watching this episode on YouTube and you've taken some time to leave some comments and some feedback in the past, we appreciate you. We'll be selecting one of you each week to feature on the show. So the review of the week this week actually comes from a longtime listener and supporter of the show. Her name is Marcy Depew, and she shares that I am not only a listener, but I'm also a student in the Legacy Leadership Academy. After eight and a half years in this industry, I can confidently say that Bob's content is truly the best out there. It's thought-provoking, challenging, and life-changing. Thank you so much, Bob, for sharing your gift with the world. You are a blessing to this industry. And a special shout out to Kelly's Marcy's daughter, who she accidentally left the review on iTunes under and reached out to me, kind of mortified that she did that. So I had to give a shout out to her as well. But thank you to all of you that have taken the time to leave a review. So let's go ahead and let's get into today's episode of Ask Bob. 
And by the way, if you would like to ask me a question and you'd like for me to consider one of your questions for a future episode, here's all you have to do is text me. Yes, you can text me directly right on my phone. This is how we get the questions. The way you do that is just text the number that you see on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, 215-608-1454. We'll put that in the show notes of the podcast and we'll also put it in the YouTube show notes as well. But look, text me your questions. Let me know where you need help and we'll consider it for one of the future episodes of the show. So the first question that came in today actually came in from Magda. And Magda said, Bob, how do I help my team with their beliefs in achieving their goals each month, right? They tend to lose momentum and drive towards the end of the month. They almost give up and they get back to the complacent state of mind. Now, look, I know this is something that so many of you struggle with, right? We start out the month with great hope, great excitement. This is going to be the month that you hit that big rank advancement, or this will be the month that you re-qualify for that rank, whatever it might be. And what we understand as a leader is this. The only way we can hit our goals is we have to help other people hit their goals. So a part, if you're leading your team the right way, a part of your goal setting process, it should be a byproduct of your team's goals, right? So we teach our students, you can't just set your goals in a bubble saying, this is what I want to do without taking in consideration, how are you going to get there? So what we teach is you start off with your people. And you say, what are your goals for the month? And you help them set a goal. And then what you do is based off of their goals, you can start to then build your goal. But then here's what happens. People start off hopeful, they're excited, they're motivated. And then what happens? The results don't come, right? And before you know it, that first week goes by and maybe they're still motivated. They still have hope, but then the midpoint of the month comes and they start to look at how far away they are from that goal. And then what happens? Belief starts to wane. And I want you to understand, that's my first point to make on this topic. The only reason why the people on your team stop pushing for their goal is because they stop believing it's possible. See, you only stop taking action when you stop believing. So one of your challenges as a leader, and the first thing I'll give you advice on this topic, is your goal is to teach your team how to believe that they can hit their goal even when the results have not showed up yet, because here's what I know for certain, that results oftentimes come in an exponential manner, meaning that if you set a goal for 20 new reps in a month, it's not very likely that that goal will be achieved by you doing it evenly over the course of four weeks where it's like five, 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 and five. You may not recruit anybody that first month. And maybe you might only do three the second month, and maybe you'll do seven the next month. But what happens is if you're building your business the right way, you can literally do more in the last seven days of a month than you did in the first 23 by a factor of two or three. But you have to get your team to believe that. See, what I have found is this, far too many people will just give up trying right before they were at that point where the results will start to kick in. So the challenge you have is to teach your team how to not stop believing even when the results aren't coming in. So that's the first piece of advice that I'll give you. But I'm going to give you an even more important piece of advice here right now, Magda. And any of you that struggle with this, this is the critical thing. You must teach your team the true purpose of a goal. Now, stay with me on this one. We've talked about this on the show before. You must adopt the belief and you must instill this in your team that the true purpose of a goal is not to hit the goal. See, here's the problem most people have about goal setting, why they never achieve their goal. 
because they literally define success or failure by hitting that arbitrary number. Like it's such a narrow definition of succeed or fail. So what happens is you're setting yourself up for failure because it's like, look, I could work hard all month if my goal is 20 and I push and I give it my all and I only get 16. Well, are you telling me that I failed? Well, if your definition of success or failure is only 20, then I did fail. But here's the problem. It's not just as easy as that because most people, they view failing and achieving their goal as meaning that they're a failure. So we attach our self-worth to the achievement of a goal. So it's easier for us. The minute we sniff out that I'm not going to be able to hit 20, what do we do? We just stop trying because it's easier for us to justify, well, I didn't, I'll just push for it next month because we're afraid of what it will mean if we give it our all push and then we're not enough. Because at the end of the day, that's really what's at stake. People stop pushing for their goals because they don't think they can hit their goals because they're afraid if they try and they don't, it'll mean that they're not good enough or they're not worthy. So it's easier for them to just in their mind say, well, I didn't really give it my all. See, that's not as scary as pushing. But the very definition of a goal that they're operating from is the problem. Here's what you have to understand. The true purpose of a goal is not to hit the goal. The true purpose of a goal is to help you grow into the kind of person that can achieve bigger goals in your life. The true purpose of a goal is to get you outside of your comfort zone, doing things that you have never done before so that you could grow and become better. Look, success is not some arbitrary number or rank that you have out on the horizon. You want to know what success is? It's showing up every day. You are a success or failure every day when you decide to do the work. And if you instill in your team that as the definition, that the goal is just the byproduct of that, that look, if you don't hit the goal this month, it doesn't matter. Here's what matters. Did you grow? And if we only grow through taking action, then we're failing ourselves if we reach the 15th of the month and we stop pushing ourselves because we literally just lost the entire second half of the month for us to grow and become more. And if we're focused not on achieving, but growing, and if we understand that success is just showing up, you are a success every day in my book, just by doing the work. So if we can do those two things, if we can, number one, change the very foundational way that people look at a goal, success or failure is not defined by achieving the goal. It's defined by you showing up every single day. And if you can do the hard work of helping your team continue to believe even when they don't see the results, you do those two things. You get people pushing to the very end of the month, focusing on those. Your business will absolutely transform. So that's my advice to you, Magda. Thank you so much for that question. That's such an important topic for all of us to be thinking about as a leader. So the second question actually came in from Susan. So Susan asked in actually one of our Facebook groups, she said, how do you get past the feeling of being impatient? about the progress and taking the time out to work on yourself? Susan, this is such an important question because how many of us, we always, number one, we feel such in a rush. And number two, we always struggle with this idea that it's not happening fast enough. Like I should be further ahead than where I am. And it causes us such pain and frustration and overwhelm and stress because we just, we never feel like we're going fast enough. See, here's the key question you have to ask yourself to get to the root of this problem. What's actually driving you to want to work so hard? Why, Susan, the question I would ask you is this. Why do you think it's so important for you to get to your goal? 
See, the only reason why you'd feel impatient is because you believe that hitting the goal is going to mean something. And I will just tell you this, for any of you that struggle with this, whether this is conscious or subconscious, you believe on some level that hitting the goal will actually make your life better than it is now, or it will make you feel better, or it will actually make you more worthy. And I will tell you, this is a lie. It is a lie that is driven by scarcity and fear. See, here's the key question that you have to ask yourself every day. What are the emotions and what are the feelings driving the work that you do? There's only two possible options. In every moment, you're making your decisions and your thoughts and your feelings are coming from either love or fear. It's either coming from abundance or scarcity. Love promotes abundance. Fear contributes to scarcity. Scarcity is I'm not enough. And there are so many of you right now that are being driven by fear and scarcity. You are being caught up in something that I call the achievement trap, where you believe if I just achieve enough, if I just make enough money, if I just hit this rank, if I just get enough followers on social media that someday I'll feel better, someday I'll be worthy, someday people will respect me, someday I'll be whole, someday I'll never have any more problems. And I'm telling you, it is a flat out lie. See, if you're creating success from fear all you will ever experience is more of that very same thing. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people create success out of negative emotions like anger or fear or disappointment, right? Just to prove somebody else wrong, scarcity, making themselves feel whole, only to get there and realize the very feelings they had when they started are so much worse when they have the results they want. Because now you feel the same way and you start beating yourself up because you're like, why don't I feel any different? And now you're so afraid of losing what you've created. It's a miserable existence. And this is the reason why we feel like we're in a rush because we tell ourselves a lie that life's gonna be better there. And I'm telling you, it's not. There's no amount of money or success in the world that will ever make you feel any better than you do right now. See, here's the key thing you need to do. You need to consciously make the shift to love. This is what we teach, love, serve, grow. Love means that you're starting from a place of powerful, affirming beliefs, that you don't need to have a certain amount of people like your Instagram post to feel worthy, that you are worthy not because of what you do, you are worthy because of who you are. And if you can start from that place, here's what will happen. You won't be in such a rush to get there because you'll do something important. And this is so critical to success. You'll fall in love with the process. See, a lot of you are looking at the process of building your business as the means to some end, something that you just have to put up with, all the things that you have to do to get to the goal. When you shift to love and you have abundance driving you and you are acknowledging your own worth, right? Affirming yourself in the moment, not only will you not be in such a rush to get there, but you'll realize the secret to success. The process is actually the gift you've been given. Being able to fall in love with the process of sharing your products. These are not things you have to do. They're things you get to do. You'll start feeling more fulfilled. You'll start being inspired. You'll, it'll tap into a deeper sense of purpose for you because you don't need the results anymore to feel any better. And here's the big paradox of success. When you don't need success in order to feel better about yourself, success will like magically start to show up as a byproduct. But that's the key question, Susan, that you have to ask yourself. Understand why we're impatient, why we're always in such a rush to get there, because we, at the center of it all, is fear and scarcity, and we have limiting beliefs about ourselves, and we have limiting beliefs about what success means in our life.
wake up to that, consciously choose love, come from a place of abundance, right? Know that you are worthy because of who you are. You're not going to feel any different or better when you get there and actually start to enjoy the process. And you're not going to constantly feel in a rush. You know, it's so easy. I can so easily tell. If you're successful, I can so easily tell whether you're being predominantly driven by love or fear. Because people that are being driven by fear when they become successful, they feel the urge to work even harder. Because they deep down inside feel like an imposter and they feel like every day they have to go out and prove themselves to the world. This, I do deserve to be successful, even though deep down inside they don't believe it. So they work harder and harder because they're so afraid of losing what they have. And they get caught up in literally this treadmill that's like this trap of their business. Like, their success becomes a curse. Somebody that's coming from love and abundance, they relax into their success. They don't feel like they have to prove themselves to people. They don't feel like they have to work harder, right? Because they're rooted in the knowledge of knowing that they've created something that's sustainable long-term. They don't have to constantly be afraid of losing it. And even if they did lose it, guess what? That's okay because they can do the same thing they did in the first place to create it again. So I want you to think about that. Which one of those two paths are you on right now? But Susan, thank you so much for the question. It's such an important discussion. Here's the third question that came in from Jamie. So Jamie said this. She said, Bob, my confidence goes up and it goes down. One day I feel so confident and the next I'm fearful. I know it's red light stories working their way out. How can I stay confident and moving forward with confidence? This is, look, I know this is something so many of you struggle with confidence. Here's how I'd like to start this discussion. I want you to understand where confidence comes from. See, for so long, I held the false belief that confidence was like something you were born with. Like you either had it or you didn't. I would look to my early mentors and the successful people that I had, and I would say, man, I'm just not that. Like, I just wasn't born the way that they were born. Like, I never understood. Like, I used to look at one of my first mentors in awe because he just oozed confidence. Everything he said, everything he did. And I just remember thinking like, I'll never be that way. So I had this belief like confidence was just like a, a natural trait. But then I also had a limiting belief of, about confidence that was basically said this, that confidence came as a byproduct of success. You know, and I would even say to my mentor, I'd say, it'd be easy for me to be as confident as you if I had your team. If I had your bank account, if I drove up in your car, if I lived in your house, and I used to think that, that when I have the results, then I can be confident. Here's what I didn't understand. Confidence is not a byproduct of success. Success is a byproduct of confidence. And you're not born confident. Confidence is something that you create inside of you through your thoughts and your beliefs. And I'm going to tell you right now, the problem a lot of you have is you keep looking outside of yourself and you are basing your confidence on things external, on your results, on your social media followers, on the size of your team, the size of your check, on other people's opinions of you and what you do. This is determining whether you feel confident. So when Jamie says her confidence goes ups and down, it's very easy for me to tell why. She's looking outside of herself for confidence. That is equation that you'll never win that way. See, confidence is a byproduct of belief. We talk a lot about belief on this channel, on this show. It's really the number one thing we help people with. Belief is something 
that you consciously create in your mind. Belief is just a story. Now, Jamie mentions this concept of a red light story. We teach our students in every single moment, you're telling yourself one of two stories. A red light story is a limiting belief. It's a negative perspective on life. And a green light story is a positive belief, an affirming belief that is a positive outlook on life. So something happens to you and you're creating a story around it. So let's say somebody tells you no. Well, the red light story is, well, that means I'm a failure, okay? So I failed, I'm a failure. They said no, they don't like me. They said no to me as a person. That's never a story that's gonna serve you. If you're looking to the yeses and nos of your business for confidence, you're doomed. That's a place a lot of you find yourself in. Now, the green light story would be, Somebody says, no, it has nothing to do with me. Just because I failed, it doesn't mean I'm a failure. As a matter of fact, the no's are actually the thing that give me the opportunity to grow and learn so I can become successful. When somebody says no, they're not saying no to me, they're just saying no to what I offer. And you wanna know what? In a lot of cases, they're saying no to themselves. Like I feel bad for people that say no because they don't believe enough in themselves that they could see themselves being successful. Now listen, Either way, I'm making up a story. The question is, what kind of story are you making up? See, because when you can learn how to adopt a positive perspective on life, start choosing empowering beliefs and green light stories, it actually, you start feeling confident as a byproduct of that. But think about where that comes from. It comes from right here. See, it is through intentional choice of the stories that I tell, my, the way I perceive what's happening around me, that's what produces confidence. See, we call it mastering your mind. When you learn how to master your mind and you can start to identify the negative thoughts and the red light stories that you're telling yourself every day that are killing your confidence and you're attaching that confidence to something outside of you, not enough people watched my Facebook Live, I don't feel confident. Look, I got news for you. If you need somebody to watch your Facebook Live, you need somebody to like your Instagram post for you to feel confident or better about yourself, you're in trouble right? Like, you know that already. Confidence comes from inside of you. And so my advice to Jamie would be this, the way you stay confident is to first and foremost, become aware of where confidence comes from. It comes from your thoughts and start consciously recognizing how to do this. Now, we, this is the number one thing that we help our students with. We do it through a program that we have called the Formula for Transformation, where it is literally a step-by-step -step framework to help you start to recognize your red light stories so that you can then have the foundation to choose a different perspective. And I'll obviously share tons about this on the show and here on the channel. So if you just continue to be a listener and subscriber, you'll, you'll get little pieces of this. But that's where it starts. Changing your belief about what confidence is. You're not born with it. It's not a byproduct of success. My mentor said it to me this way. Best way I heard put, he said, Bob, he said, if you need to see it to believe it, you'll never have it. And he said, your problem is that you think that you have to have the results before you feel this way. He goes, here's my secret. I felt this way even when I didn't. And the challenge is this. Can you remain confident can you continue to believe even when the results aren't coming? Because that's the real test, isn't it? We go back to the first question. How do you keep believing when the results are not coming in? It's called faith. You gotta have faith. You have to have faith that if you do the right things, that if you take the actions every day, that that's going to lead you to where you wanna go. It's gonna lead you to the results. And that's what confidence is all about to me. 
So that's the show for today. Hey, listen, thank you to all of you that took the time to submit your questions. And hey, once again, if you'd like to have your questions to be considered for a future episode or look, even if like, tell me what areas are you still struggling with? What do you need help with? Let me know so that I can make sure whether you're listening on the podcast or watching on the YouTube channel, that I can create the content that is most relevant and needed from you. So all you have to do to let me know what those topics are, once again, text me at 215-608-1454. Text me directly. Tell me. I'll respond to you. I'm there answering questions. I want to help you. But anyway, thanks for being here. As always, I love and appreciate every single one of you for supporting this message, this community, and I'll see you soon on the next episode.